face it, folks. Your conscious mind, that thing between your ears, your conscious mind is a critic. And if you rely on that critic while you're working, doing anything, certainly anything creative, but anything that's aspirational, like building something you want to see in the world, whether it's a career, a life, you lean too much into that, that critic while you're working, you are going to struggle to make progress. So instead, today in this episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show on Creative Live, I got something to share because I don't want to see you get stuck. I want to see you make progress and I do not want you to rely on that inner critic. Sometimes we think that inner critic was put there for a reason other than biological. It was put there intellectually to make us smarter or wiser or it's just not true. That critic is there around survival. How do I fit in? right? Well, the reality is fitting in in culture can be a curse because if you want your work, the the passion that you have for life, the way that you apply yourself in life, if you want that to stand out, you know, you've heard me say this before, you can't both stand out and fit in at the same time. So there's this tension, right? And today's show is about how to break through that critic, the mind that we think helps us and what we know when we step back. In most situations when creating creative work, it does not help us. One of the most uh, exciting and profound breakthroughs that I had personally many, many years ago and that I revisited in great detail in, uh, in writing uh, Creative Calling, if you're new to the podcast, that's my best-selling book that dropped last September that i um, love to have you check out. But I revisited that breakthrough that I had in the process for working on creative work in such a way as to ignore the critic, the thing that we think is helping us, but most often is not. And the process for managing it, I think there's beauty in simplicity, and that's what I want to share with you today. So before we do, just a super quick word from our sponsor, and then I'm going to let you in on a little secret called The Art of Done. Hey, y'all, hey, uh, new sponsor alert. So this episode of Chase Jarvis Live is brought to you by Creative Live. And you all know, yeah, of course, I am the founder of that company. But I got to just be straight up. This is unequivocally, no questions asked, the best place in the world for creator and entrepreneurial education. I mean... Frankly, nothing even comes close, and it's the only one that's focused specifically on photography, design, video, art, music, craft, and maker, and the ability to make a living and a life in all those disciplines. It's where the best teachers in the world, where Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best go to teach. So, of course, I'm biased, but I, I just encourage you to check it out because nothing else comes close and you will be on your way to join millions of other folks in our creative community there learning from the world's top experts okay that's it that's my soapbox that is the commercial and we'll hope to see you over creative life now let's get back to the show all right what we need in our creative pursuits in creating any project whether it's large or small in creating a living and a life is we need to employ what I call the art of done. Now, this sounds potentially counterintuitive, and that's what I think so much of the best advice that I've ever heard is counterintuitive. And this may ring 
counterintuitive to you, or it may be that light bulb moment that you need. In any case, it goes like this. It's a simple, repeatable process. And again, I talk about this in my book and I want to lay it out for you here. It's called the art of done. And it goes in a pretty simple structure. It's just five days. It's a five day period. And whether you do this on Monday through Friday or every Monday for five Mondays, or that's up to you, but this is a five day process for creating what I think is the beginning of your best work. And as we all know, the beginning is usually the hardest part, right? Not just getting started, not putting pencil or pen to paper or fingers to keys or, you know, hammer to nail or any of the different ways of expressing the start, but just the early, early getting going, getting inertia, momentum. So here's my five days. Ready? I want you to take notes if you can. If not, that's fine. If you're running, walking, driving, if you're driving, definitely don't take notes. Um, it goes like this. Day one, finish one piece of creative work today with zero judgment. Just act on it. Whether it's a story, a photo, a minimum viable product on something you're coding, I don't care what it is. Whatever you're focused on right now that you know to be true for you as a, as a, as a step that you want to take, just complete a piece of work one piece of creative work today. Create it quickly and then be good with it. No judgment. That's day one. Day two, ideally the next day, not required, but ideally the next day, day two, I want you to iterate on the work that you did the day before. What do I mean by iterate? Make it better, tinker with it, fiddle around with it, do a new draft or update the old one, put the photo in Photoshop, make it better, add some polish to the lines of yesterday's poem. Just take whatever you made yesterday and make it slightly better, maybe demonstrably better, maybe wildly better, but just move it forward. That's day two. Day one, finish a piece. Day two, iterate on what you said was the finished piece that you created without judgment. And this is where it gets interesting. Day three, I just want you to repeat what you did on day two. Take that stuff, whatever it is, and make it slightly better. Iterate on it. That's all day three is. You might be thinking, I'm not sure what day four is going to be, but deep in your heart, you know what day four is already. Day four is repeat day three. Take whatever you did yesterday thing from a couple days ago that you improved a little bit or played with or tinkered or on day four, just make it a little bit better. All right. Day five, this is maybe the culmination of this process of the art of done. Day five, get this, decide it's good enough at the end of day five and move on. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. It's not ideal, but damn, you know what? It's pretty good. It's better than it was on day one and day two and day three. And it's good enough right now at day five to put it out into the world in some way. Day one, finish a piece of creative work. Day two, iterate on the work you did yesterday. Day three, iterate on the work you did the day before. Day four, iterate on the work you did on day three. And day five, put a little polish on it and decide it's done. Now, I'm telling you, with every fiber 
in your being with every cell in your body, you are going to want to keep working on it. You're like, Oh, this is, it's just, it's close enough. It's, I want you to, after day five of doing this process, share it, put it out in the world as it is and call it done. Now, whether you choose to revisit at some future date, that's up to you because here's why I want you to call it done on day five. Finishing is going to bring up all kinds of emotions about what will happen with that work. Your job is to forget about the gatekeepers, to forget about money, to forget about what other people think. The reality is other people probably don't care or certainly don't care enough to change the direction of the path that you're on. And that's a good thing. Now, early on, especially, do your part. Do this work. Take whatever action you can and repeat it. At this stage of the creative process, at this stage of the game of creating any product, any project, um, creating meaning, creating the living or life that you want, at this stage of the game, finishing something, like on day five, that does not mean winning a prize. It does not mean um, getting best in show. I'm referring specifically to the actions that are under your control. This is where so many of us miss. We think that finishing equals winning. We think finishing equals getting the book deal, getting the investment, getting the fill in the blank. It does not. I want you to focus on the things that you can control. Submitting that photo to a magazine is finishing, not getting it onto the cover of the next issue. Hitting post on your Instagram post, that is done. Not the number of likes that it receives, not winning. Signing your name to the painting, not getting it hung in the gallery is finishing. Now, you can, you know, go out there on the internet and find all of the work, go into the book Creative Calling. There's dozens and thousands of classes, maybe not thousands on finishing, but there are so many classes on Creative Live about how to put creative work out into the world. That's not what I want you to think about right now. Just simple five steps. All that other stuff is valuable. And so many of those things, they'll talk about amplifying your work and how to continue to build community and actually get more likes and build a following. And that is not the job of today's podcast. The job of today's podcast is finishing something because that is where so many of us whiff. The art of done. You can read way more about amplifying your work and in all those different areas. But for now, your job is to just do the work. And find joy in that work if you can. That's what I love about the art of done. Five days, do the work, it's done, next thing. That's not to say you can't go back. Not to say you can't combine a bunch of five-day projects into a new project. Of course you can. But for now, your job is to put work out and call it done and do it over and over and over and hone your craft. So today's assignment, the show today, is to stop thinking so much. Start taking action and let the results take care of themselves through repetition, growing your craft, finding joy and bliss in non-judgment and just completing something. You've imagined this great future for yourself and you've probably started to design habits around, you know, this is from my creative process, right? Idea. Imagine what's possible. Design a system, execute that system and then amplify it. 
So you've probably imagined a future for yourself. That's what started you on this process, this why you're listening to the podcast today, right? You design the habits to, to, to create this life. That's part of what you're doing right now. Now, though, it's time to start trusting this plan and move forward. Avoid stuck and choose action over intellect. Choose taking steps and moving forward rather than thinking about moving forward or thinking about what steps you ought to take. And that's it. That's today's, that's today's show. And as simple as it may seem, I'm guessing you may bump up against a few uh, forms of resistance. If that's true for you, fret not. It was true for me, and it's true for basically everyone I've ever um, ridden shotgun with across you know, these um, opportunities to create our future. If you can do this one, two, three, four day, five days and put something out in the world and not get stuck, congratulations. Now repeat it over and over and over. Remember action over intellect. And you know what else I'd love you to do? I'd love for you to share a story or two. Maybe it's just a line or two on social with me about the thing you finished, about how it felt and what you're doing next. We're in a process of putting work out into the world and honing our craft and getting closer and closer and closer to the dreams that we have for ourselves. And this is the way I want you to approach it, the art of done. So go forth, my friends. Let me know. My ears are wide open listening to the internet. Um, and if you want, of course, you can text me this information too. I would love to hear from you if you're not sure my phone number is out there on the internet. And yes, it's actually me on the other side of those thumbs texting back at you. That number is 206-309-5711. I prefer you share this stuff far and wide, maybe with the hashtag creative calling, because that's boldly putting your work out there. But if you're a little bit timid, I understand. I'm going to catch you some slack. Just share it to me via text, 206-309-5711. All right, then. Standing by for uh, our next episode, which comes out, hopefully, tomorrow. Hey, that was an awesome episode. But before you bounce, just I got three quick thoughts. First, thank you for being in this community. It gives me so much juice. I can't even tell you so much juice that when I hit publish and this show goes out into the ether, that there's an amazing community of like-minded people just like you consuming and sharing the show. So thank you. Second, it would be huge. It would mean the world to me if you left a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Now, we're regularly featured at the top slot there on Apple Podcast page and others in Spotify, etc. And that's because of your reviews. So if you've ever wanted to uh, lend a hand or you got some value from me in the past and you want to pay it forward, that would be amazing. And then lastly, it would also mean the world to me if you shared the content that you get here whether it's a screenshot or a photo of where you're listening, anything via Instagram stories um, or any other social feeds, tagging me and the guests. Now, I repost this content and your comments all the time, so I would love to share your shoutouts in my feed too. Um, not only do these shoutouts, uh, are, are they good for you and me, but they also help us book amazing guests because they see the reach that you cultivate. This is a way for you to help contribute to the show. So again, I want to say thanks. I'm just at Chase Jarvis. You can use at Creative Live as well. And the guests are easy to track down because they are, well, they're usually quite well-known people. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to being in your ears again, hopefully tomorrow.